Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. This is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel Gonzalez from Arrive Financial and Insurance Services and his wife, the 403B doctor, Adela Gonzalez. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Ariel and Adela provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Power Couple Financial Podcast with Ariel and Adela Gonzalez. Hey everybody, welcome to the Not Your Average Financial Guy podcast. My name is Ariel Gonzalez and I am not your average financial guy. I'm here with my wife, my partner, the 403bdoctor.com, Adela Gonzalez. Hey honey. Hi, how's it going everybody? Hey, so we are here today on our second episode? Our second episode. Second episode of the Not Your Average Financial Guy. And with my wife and I, what we want to talk about to you with you today Let's talk about a 401k. I mean, honey, when you used to work in a normal job, did they really break down to you what it was, what a 401k 401k was and how it worked? Absolutely not. You got your employment package and they said, go to work. And no one ever took the time to explain to you what the company offers, what investment strategies they have, who's managing it, what company it's going to, nothing. So... You bubble here, bubble here, and you know you usually ask your neighbor next to you, your coworker, hey, what did you do? What did you do on that one? Did you pick A, B, or C? So most of us don't get, you know, that extra education or you know pulled aside and said, hey, take a look at all that. So that's what really we want to talk to you today about is the 401k because that's what most people the average american saves their money in and you know what that's that's exactly right because i think when i talk to most people about retirement the first thing that asks that they that comes up is 401k and so just to kind of go back the title of today's podcast you guys is actually called the good the bad and the ugly of a 401k because there are good parts there are bad parts and there are some parts that aren't very pretty and so I didn't know this, honey. I don't know if you knew this, but 401ks were actually started in 1978. And by 1981, nearly half of all big companies offered 401ks. Wow. I did not know that. That's pretty much our entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you got to give you guys an idea as, as old as we are that that actually 78 was the year I was born. So Yeah. So they're not very old. Um, but to top that off, like I just I found that out, too, is that today you know, I mean, fast forward, we're in our 40s. So fast forward for, you know, 401ks are, are brand new, essentially. They really haven't been around a whole long, long time. And um, today's 401ks, 51 million Americans have more than 3.5 trillion invested in 401ks today. So how much? Three point what? 51 million Americans uh-huh. that make up 3.5 trillion with a T invested in 401 So you know what's the crazy part about that, you guys, is that I guarantee that, I don't know, I'll just take a stab at it here, 70% 
80% maybe of those people that have that three point something trillion mm-hmm. dollars in a 401k really don't even know exactly what's going on with their money. Yeah. And it also says that 401k's plans represent 18% of the 19.4 trillion U.S. retirement market. So let's talk about honey real quick because we, I mean, those, those are obviously um, big numbers, right? Big numbers and that are tied up in a 401k. What are some of the advantages that a 401k has? I mean, I think I think we all know the basic advantage of a 401k is that it allows your money to grow pre-tax, so that way it lowers the taxable amount on your paycheck. Right. Everybody's looking at savings. How can I save? How can I pay less in taxes at the end of the year? So that's a big advantage, right? Paying Absolutely. less to Uncle Sam. Absolutely. Yes. Now, does that mean that a 401k is, is tax-free forever? So when I go to retire, is my money still going to be tax-free? Or No, and that's the misconception a lot of people think, that they think it's tax-free, so it's a tax-never. And that is a very misconception that people aren't aware of, that they realize that, yes, you're saving now, you're not paying taxes now, but it doesn't mean you don't pay Uncle Sam later. So being with your experience and all the different people that you've helped and all the tons of work you've done in the school districts um do you think by the with the way things are going taxes are going to be lower or higher as people start to go let's just say let's say for us let's talk about us for example right for those of you guys that know that don't know i I married an older woman (laughs) my wife's 41 and i'm 40 so she robbed the cradle but anyways um, let's just say you got a couple that's our age in their 40s and they're going to retire at the age of 65. So that gives them another, what, 25 years or so of working. Right. So do we think taxes are going to be lower or higher in oh the future? My gosh. Just historically looking at what has transpired over the last 50 years, it's going to go higher. And that's where I think a lot of people need to plan for, even if it's a 10% increase. Right now, it's between you're either in a 22, 24% or you're in the 30% tax bracket. So even if you're gonna go up another 5% in the taxes, that's more money out of your pocket. And what most people don't understand when it comes to tax, and just just to let you guys know, my wife and I are not CPAs, we're not tax experts by any means. But just to let you guys know with taxes, even though you may be on the lower tax percentile, when taxes go up, all levels go up. So you may be on the lower end of the higher new tax bracket. So. That just kind of, you know, it kind of goes into, again, we're not we're not CPAs by any means, but taxes, I mean, if I was going to take a guess at it, if I was going to make an educated guess at it, I would certainly say that when I go to retire, whatever age I end up retiring, let's just say 65, taxes are going to be a lot higher than they are today. Absolutely. So are you finding, honey, with your clients, um, I mean... Like what are a lot of the things that when you when you're sent down with the client, let's just say one of your teachers and she's got a 403b, and just so you guys know what a 403b is, it's I call it the cousin or the brother of a 401k because it's t- but the difference is it's tied to a nonprofit. In this case, it happens to be a school district. Right. What are like some of the questions that people have when it comes to like a 403b or a 401k account? Well, they want to know how much they can put into those accounts, and it's usually. Um, it's usually 18,500, so 18,500. And then just this year, 2019, um, they increased it to 19,000. So now you can save up to 19,000. So a lot of people aren't even taking advantage of saving. They just think that, you know, it's okay. Whatever the um, school district is doing, that's enough for me. And it really isn't. So when we can calculate a shortfall with what 
you know, age they want to retire and just the cost of living. Because that's another thing a lot of people don't factor in is just cost of living goes up on average two to three percent a year. Yeah. So imagine that in retirement, 65, 70 years of age, whenever yeah. you decide to retire, yeah. you haven't even factored in cost of living. Just milk, bread, eggs, gas, the basic necessities that you need to maintain your lifestyle. You don't even in, incorporate that in your retirement assets. So and, they, so then when you meet with a lot of your clients, their biggest thing is like they're, they're banking on what the school district's gonna offer and right. they're, they're not really even maximizing if they are going to put into a 401k or a 403b, they're not even really maximizing that avenue. Either. Right. They're not taking the advantage, you know, maximizing the contributions, um, looking at different investment options, different vehicles that are going to be best suited to their risk tolerance. Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest thing. A lot of times they don't even do anything. They just, you know, say, no, you know what? Now's not the time, you yeah. know, and they don't realize that even if they do contribute to a supplemental retirement or, you know, let's just say a 401k, they don't do the increases every year. So if they're not, you know, putting in, and an increase can be an extra $25 more in retirement. So if you're saving an extra $25 every year, that equivalents to about $5,300 more in retirement. So you're talking about an extra twenty-five a month. Twenty-five dollars for the a next month for the next year. For the next so year. if you just increase it twenty-five bucks this year one, and, and then next year you increase it another twenty-five bucks. And that's a big question, right? I mean, the, I, I I mean I remember when I when when uh, I, I worked for a company and uh, I opened up a four hundred one k. I never really had anybody sit down with me or even tell me how to make an adjustment. I mean, you ask the HR person and he or she. Their job is to enroll you. Their job isn't to give you any guidance and 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 to just to let you know they you probably know just as much as they do. Oh, absolutely. They, and they don't want to be held liable. They don't want yeah. to be held liable. So yeah. it's really up to you to get on um, the the looking up the. So they got to be proactive. You got to be proactive. You got to okay. be proactive. It's kind of like for your health. You got to be an advocate for your health, and you should also be an advocate for your retirement. Absolutely. Look at the options. Look at your investment options. Some companies even offer you a self-directed four hundred one k. Yeah. So that means a self-directed is that you're in control. Now you can allocate where you want your investments. Are you a conservative? You are moderate? You an aggressive investor? And you can select the funds um, that where your your money goes to. So some of the positives so far is your money grows tax deferred, which lowers your taxable income. Your taxable income. Now here's a here's what I have always gotten when it comes to uh, uh, tax. De- so I'll, I met with this client one time. And he's probably at that point, he was probably in his, uh, he was probably like 52, 53 years old. And he said, you know what, Ariel, he goes, I'm so happy my 401k is going to be tax free. And I said, well, what do you mean? And let's just say his name's Bob. I mean, his, obviously his name was different. And I was like, Bob, what do you mean your money, your 401k is going to be tax free? He goes, yeah, well, that's the benefit of a 401k is that when I put my money in, it's tax free. And then when I go to retire, you know, it's, it's my money and uncle Sam doesn't get to touch it. And I said, no, 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 no. It's tax free, meaning when you put it in. When you put it into this account, it's going to stay tax free. But when once you start to turn on income and you start pulling money out of your four hundred one k account, you better believe Uncle Sam is going to get his, his his fair share. Absolutely. And so I think a lot of people get confused when they start talking about a four hundred one k and how it's tax free. Yes, I like to say more. I think 
what sounds more correct is tax, tax deferred. deferred, not tax free. So another benefit though of a 401k is that if you are actually working for a company or companies over the next 20, 20 to 30 years, God willing, the, the market's been more up than down, you're gonna have some compound interest, right? Oh, absolutely, yep. And for those of you guys that know what compound interest means, it's just interest that gets paid on top of interest that gets paid on top of interest year over year. And um, and sometimes the employers match. Yeah. So a lot of times people don't even take advantage of the employer putting in money for them. And so another thing to be aware about is those vesting schedules. A lot of employees don't understand how the employer has structured those vesting schedules um, when you start working for them. So that means year one, year dollar for dollar, year two. So you pretty much have to stay employed through that entire schedule, whether it's seven years, 10 years, 12 years, for you to get fully vested with the company. Basically mean, meaning you're gonna get your money and their money. Right, and that's the advantage of it. So I'll talk to you a little bit about the disadvantage on that side because on average, people stay at their employer about five to seven years. So. Yeah. Most millennials, you know, people that are in, in our age group tend to jump ship about five to seven years into the employer. So I did read a, a fact the other day and it kind of blew my mind, but the average person's 401k account balance, regardless of their age, is right around 50 grand. Yeah, that's not a whole lot. Now, so here's another thing, right? So check this out and I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but how long is 50,000 bucks going to last you at retirement? Uh, two years. <laughs> I mean, two years if you live in a box, I guess, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, I don't know about you guys listening. 50 grand, I mean, figure out how much you make right now. How long is 50 grand going to last you? Six months, maybe a year? Yeah. Most people are relying on that Social Security, and I'm yeah. going to tell you, Social Security is going to be depleted by 2040 if there's no reform. And every one of you guys that paid into Social Security have received your Social Security statement this past quarter, and if you look at the very top, it says... It will be depleted 2040. And that's just around the corner. And that's on the front page, right? That's on the front page of all of the social security statements. So 401ks, we were gonna talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly today. Some of the advantages that uh, the 403B doctor and I covered was the pre-tax, lowers your taxable amount. Um, it stays tax-free until you start to withdraw. You get compound interest, which is huge. And then the employer match. Now we're gonna come back, my wife and I are gonna come back and we're gonna talk about the employer match, how it, you obviously wanna take advantage of free money, but there's a reason why you ever don't, you, I always advise my clients not to put over the match and we'll get to that right now. So let's talk about some of the disadvantages of a 401k. So I just talked to a gentleman yesterday as a matter of fact and he says, Ariel, I wanna retire at the age of 55. I said, sweet, I wanna help you retire at the age of 55. Here's the problem. He's only contributing to a 401k. When's the when's the when's the first time you can touch a 401k? What hold do you have to be? 59 and a half. So how is this guy going to retire at 55 if he if he's putting money in places where he can't touch it till he's 60 essentially? Yeah, good luck with that. He better have money stashed in yeah, his mattress. Yeah. So that's a disadvantage of a 401k. Now, obviously, if a person retires at 55, would you consider that a good retirement age? Absolutely, and anybody can really retire at any age. You just have to have um, the proper vehicles, the investment vehicles to maintain your lifestyle so that you have income coming in. Yeah, yeah, and, and so, I mean, ideally, if a person retires at 55, what I've seen in the industry, 
uh, that's a great age to retire at because you've got plenty of life to live. Yeah. You're still healthy. You're still mobile. And God willing, things are good to go. You can travel. You can whatever it is you want to do. You're you're, you're, you're still good. Still young, absolutely. Just understand, you got to know what vehicle you're in. And a disadvantage of a 401k is you can't touch your money until you're basically 60 years old. Now, who knows about market volatility? Oh, I'm sure a lot of people that were in the huh. market in 2008 felt it. So, um. Adela, did you know any people or any have any friends or, or or coworkers that were trying to retire maybe around 2007 and 2008 before the market crashed? Um, I had some doctor friends that, you know, had looked at her, uh, retirement at the horizon in 2008. And because they lost, you know, a, a lot of money, they couldn't. They had to continue working. So here, here's something to keep in mind, right? So back in 2000, we had that dot-com bubble that whole tech industry bubble, the market crash, right? 2000. Yep. And then in 2008, we had the whole uh, housing, housing market, market crash that took the economy down. Correct. So where are we at today? We're at 2019. We're at 2019, okay. So we had one in 2000 and had one in 2008. And I think we had one in 92, I can't remember. I have to look it up. Yeah, I'm not sure. So 2000, 2008, we're at 2018. What do you think is probably around the corner? I mean, I'm not a magician. Neither Adela and I have a crystal ball. But if I was going to guess, if it's about every eight to ten years, we have to have a. We seem to have a market crash. Right. I mean, that's what history shows. Adela would tell you, I'm not a genius by any means. <laughs> but yeah, the pattern's there. The pattern's there, and the the numbers show. So, yeah, I, I mean, we see it on the insurance side, obviously, of our business where they're preparing for it. So, yeah, it's it's definitely in the horizon and every, there's talks about it. And so you just have to be aware of the volatility of the market. Yeah. And so, like I mentioned before, here's a here's a uh, an example that I actually read on. Um, I forgot what publication it was, but they're talking about. Do you think half a million dollars in a 401k at retirement is enough? And here's what they said. The average $500,000 401k is going to last you about 7.2 years in retirement. Here's the reason why. Uh, market volatility and fees. So you think you have, a, I mean, you do have a half a million dollars when you go to retire. You think you're good to go, but it only, it actually ends up running out of money in seven years. So That's scary. Yeah. So what, so if a person retires at 65, they run out of Fast, money at 72, what, 72 73 years old. That's scary. Yeah, with I medicine, mean, people are living longer, right? People are living in their 80s, 90s, late 80s, early, late 90s, just depending on, you know, how well you take care of yourself. But yeah. And, and so that's one of the reasons why my wife and I do business the way we do it. And, and you can always con uh, reach out to her and I at contact us at arrivefinancialservices.com arrivefinancialservices.com and you can always dm us on our social media platforms i think your what's your what's your instagram account adela honey? gonzalez with a z dot six and mine is obviously not your average financial guy um but that's why my wife and i believe wholeheartedly with the concept of income solutions because if i can show a client if we can show a client how to get their income to last forever and never run out of money that's a pretty big deal than saying, hey, bud, in the next 7.2 years, you're going to be out of money. Yeah, that's a huge burden lifted off of someone's plate, knowing that they have income that's going to last them until they're 100, if not longer. So it's it's a powerful thing to be able to do that for somebody and give them that peace of mind. 
And just so you guys know, if you since my wife was throwing out numbers, $2.4 trillion was actually lost in 401k accounts in 2008. The average American worker lost about 25%. Wow. What if you were trying to retire in 2008 and your account value went down 25%? That's scary. Yeah, it's insane. That's scary. There's no guarantees. There's no safety net. No, nothing. And, and someone's investing on your behalf. So even if you saw it, you couldn't even do anything about it other than just maybe moving your funds out of the market or setting it to the so to honey the side. so Adela what do you say when a person says yeah I lost all my I lost 25 percent in 2008 but now I'm back to where I used to be well really you you're having to earn almost double the amount just to be even to what you originally lost so they so, got their money back they're back to where they were at pre-2008 levels but what's what's something that they can't get back they can't pick their time. Their time. So now, 10 I mean, years later. If you're, yeah, exactly. Five, 10 years later, just to be at square one. So let's just say, Adela, I was at, I was 65 years old at 2008. How old am I today? At 65, 10 if, years forward, yeah. 75. I'm 75 years <laughs> old and I'm like, woo, now I'm ready to now go. Now I'm ready to retire. Now I'm ready to retire. Yeah. Oh, but guess what's going to probably happen again? That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's scary. The numbers are there, right? The numbers yeah. are there. And so that's the biggest deal about everything is that I think the older we get and just with our kids and seeing our kids grow up and seeing our, I mean, hold, our oldest is what? He's going to be 21, 21 in June. Mm -hmm. So our oldest is going to be 21 in June. Our daughter's 18. Our daughter's 18. Our other son's 16. Our other son's 16. And our youngest son is 11. And our little, my little guy, our little guy is 11. And so one thing I can tell you is that the older we get and those of you guys that are listening to this podcast that are, you know, 40 and above, what can tell you is time is everything absolutely you don't want to be working at 75 <laughs> yeah i mean i guess if you could if you really you enjoyed if you what you do to, but, but not because you have to right and that's the sad thing is because even when we go to the grocery store you know here in town and i often wonder you know i see these these older people that are probably older than my parents maybe could be my grandparents and i've stopped and asked them what are you doing here? Why are you still working? Are you talking about like the Walmart greeters and stuff? The Walmart greeters, even at Winco, at Albertsons. You know, you ask these people that should be enjoying their golden years and are working. Yeah. And when you ask them, why are they still working? They said, because Social Security is not enough. I hey, couldn't so, afford it. So if you don't want to spend your golden years under the golden arches, <laughs> yes. let us know. We can help you. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll help you set a, a great plan so that you don't wor have to worry about income down the road. But um, another disadvantage I, I wanted to talk to you is uh, um, a lot of times the companies that you work for, they have limited fund allocations. You know, it's a limited... Um, a, amount of what you can um, put your money in and yeah. so when you don't take the time to really investigate what where your money's at you're yeah. leaving it up to somebody else yeah exactly you know and you you want to be, really be like ariel said be an advocate for yourself this is your future take the initiative and investigate do some research on your own you know if your company doesn't offer a 401k you better be saving somewhere else where you can take advantage of the tax deferred so you're not having to pay taxes. If you're an independent contractor, if, you know, like I said, if your company doesn't offer a 401k, 
you need to be saving somewhere else because if social security is going to run out in 2040 what are you going to bank on no one's going to do it for you what what do you say honey to the to the to the guy or to the to the ladies that say the the US government's not going to let social security run out they promise they're going to pay me oh they may pay you they'll pay you an IOU and they may lower it so they may pay you but it may not be what you think you're owed. So, you, so they will to... adjust it accordingly. Yeah, yeah. So if they're, you know, let's just say they owe you $1,000 and because the reserve doesn't have it, now they're going to pay you, you know, 100 bucks, And they'll just say, sorry, this is what it's allocated. So they're going to pay, you. It's just, pay you, you. It may not just be what you think right. it is. So you have to understand, Social Security is a supplemental income. It is yeah. not your entire retirement So account. do you think you think uh, a social security and 401ks do you think that'll be enough or do you still think people should go outside of that you, I mean if they if they could they yes, should Yes absolutely I think everybody should take advantage and save elsewhere and then I think you really can't bank on somebody else doing it for you and, and not only that you guys take I want you guys to do do yourselves a favor take a look around and think about the people that you work with and that you maybe associate with or you hang out with on the weekends they probably have a 401k just like you do. Or if you look at somebody that retired, well, my wife actually has some really good examples of different teachers that have retired and within a year or two, they're back subbing because it wasn't enough. Absolutely, because they only banked on their pension. Yeah, They didn't take advantage of saving supplemental anywhere else uh, in other investment vehicles. So they, you know, two to three years later, they're back at it substituting. And when I asked them, I'm like, what happened? I thought you were retiring. Oh, well, it wasn't enough. You know, yeah. Uncle Sam hit me with the taxes or I had to pay my um, medical medical expenses because the district didn't cover it. So those are things. And I'm too young to qualify for Medicare because I'm not 65. Yeah. So now you got oh, three wow, years yeah. of having to pay out of pocket expenses for medical care because yeah. you weren't ed- educated to, you know, yeah, that's know huge. that you know, your district isn't covering. So that's one of the things I like to do with a lot of my clients is, is go on the district website and pull off the retirement packet for them so that they have, um, you know, a review of what their benefits are planning forward so that they can plan. Because if you're going to retire at 60 and no benefits are going to be paid for you until 65, you got five years of you paying out of pocket from your pension. And so you know what? That's probably some what somebody can do even in the private sector, right? Absolutely. If they have a 401k, go on to the whoever's managing their account, their account, yes. and see exactly what's going what on, the what the options are. are. Yes, absolutely. If they have pensions, you know, if they have a supplemental pension that they set aside for employees, you know, all those different things you can start taking advantage of, figuring out what benefits are going to be paid to you if you qualify for any medical expenses. You know, if you go on disability, all those different things play a factor. And those are a lot of the services, you guys. Just so you guys, for those of you listening, a lot of the services that we provide at Arrive Financial is is not only do we help you out with your retirement and we specialize in income solutions. My wife is the bomb at talking about Social Security maximization and pension analysis and and really tying in all these different factors. And the fact that she worked in the medical field for 20 years I don't know about you guys, but that's all French to me, right? I have no idea when it comes to like health insurance and the rules and all how, how all that stuff works. So 
she can really help dial people in and help them out in a bunch of different areas other than just maximizing their retirement. Right. I've helped with numerous clients that have medical issues that I've been able to help them, you know, be an advocate for themselves, you know, what doctors to reach out to, how to ask the proper questions when they're speaking to the insurance carrier, you know, what questions to ask their provider um, to kind of get the ball moving so, so that they get the proper care because everybody wants to be taken care of. We just don't want to be strung along, you know, nickel and diming. So no yeah. different with it affecting your retirement. You want to be an advocate for your retirement. So we've covered a lot on 401ks and, and the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and some ups and downs. Is there anything else? You, I have a couple of things here, Adela, but is there anything else that you wanted to really hit, hit home on and, and really just bring up a point on? Well, another thing I know a lot of people, you know, life happens and they tend to um, start looking when life happens and they need to get m their hands on money. You know, a lot of times people will borrow against these 401k accounts, these 403b accounts, 457 accounts, deferred comp accounts, all these accounts. So it's okay to borrow, but just understand you're, you're borrowing against yourself. You have to pay it back. You, if you go into a default, you're going to be subject to a lot of penalties because you're borrowing it prematurely than for the 59 and a half. So you wanna make sure you're paying it back. You're gonna be paying it back with interest. Um, obviously when life happens, you need your your hands, you know, you, you need money to maintain your lifestyle. You do have options. So just be aware of what kind of 401k plan you have, um, what your employer offers and ask those questions because a lot of times people, you know, don't realize that their money's tied up and so, you know, when, when push comes to shove and you need to borrow it, you know, a lot of these uh, accounts, if you're buying a primary home, they'll give you a, um, a loan, you know, on that money for a primary home for 15 years to pay it back versus five years on a traditional um, loan. So that's another thing to kind of understand what type of loan you're doing when you're borrowing on these 401k accounts, 403b accounts. Yeah. You know, is it a hardship due to, you know, funeral expenses, um, you're trying to preserve your primary home because of, you know, uh, you're behind on low on on payments. So there's a lot of different ways to to utilize the 401k. But again, you're borrowing it on yourself, make sure you absolutely pay it back in a timely manner, so that you're not hurting yourself in the future. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And how many of you guys have ever done what I've done? and you switch jobs and you're like, well, I got 30 grand in that 401k. How about if I live like a rock star for yeah, a year or two? I've heard that so many Here's times. the problem with that. Let's just say you got, let's just make it simple. Let's just say you got 20 grand in an old 401k and you yank that bad boy out and you probably net what, let's just say 15,000, right? So you got 15,000 now and then you live like a rock star for a few months or maybe a year. And then guess what happens at the end of that year? Uncle Sam taxes you. Yeah, on all you 30. actually get taxed for the whole twenty. So you so you thought you got fifteen. You get taxed on the whole twenty, like you receive the whole thing. So you really only net about twelve. Yeah. If not less. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Sad. If you got a four hundred one k, don't pull it out. <laughs> don't pull it out. You don't know, do that. You usually, you know, if you leave an employer, you generally have sixty to ninety days to move the funds. So yes, they may cut you a check, but don't don't cash it. You know, talk to somebody that knows how to, you know, save that money. Give yeah. us a call. We'll help you, 
you know, there's a lot of um, great investment areas that you could utilize that funds. 661-636-6862. Right. You know, and another thing too, you could always look at, at converting it to a Roth, you know? Yeah. So yeah. there's lots of different options for that money. Like I said, if you're not in a retirement period, you're not in that age, do not cash it out. I highly, highly advise it. But again, you know, everyone's situation is different. But like I said, you want to take advantage and save for your future self and put it in an, in an account that's going to grow money. It's going to be principally protected and and you're going to have guarantees and it up, up provides income solutions in your lifetime. And I was just going to hit on that as we finish up here. I wanted you guys to let you know that there are other options out there aside from a 401k and IRA or Roth IRA. But here's the thing. If your 401k is already in the stock market, there's no need to open up another account and put it back in that same stock market. Because guess what? When one goes down, it all goes down. Absolutely. Right? So why not open up an account that's principal protected and when you turn on income, it's going to give you guaranteed income for life. Yeah, sign me up. That way you get the best of both worlds. If you're young enough and you can take a loss and you want to invest in the market, have at it, baby. Get all you can get. But on the other side of that, play the other hand and go the principal protected guaranteed income route. And that way, regardless of what happens, you're gonna win at the end. Right, and another thing a lot, some some of these accounts provide a death benefit. So another part of the 401k disadvantage is that there's no death benefit if it's tied into the stock market. And so that's a lot of concern for people is that if they die, they may never see that money. And so that's where it's really important to understand what your where your money is, what it's doing, who's who's investing it for you, what your what fees, management fees that you're paying aside from your contributions, what it is that they're they're taking out on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis, quarterly basis. You know, you want to be an advocate, but it's important that you save. So if you're not saving and you're in your 20s, you better be saving. You better start taking advantage. If you're working for a company that offers a 401k, take advantage. Even if you're only gonna be there for a couple years, it's okay, because you can roll it into another uh, qualified account when you leave that company. So again, save. saving is so important. Don't wait, um, you know, 20 years, you know, 30 years from now when you're, you know, 40 or 50 and you decide, okay, my kids are all out of the house. Now I can focus on me. Well, guess what? You got to be saving $10,000 a month just to catch up. So you don't want to play the catch up game either. So take advantage, start saving somewhere, whether, you know, it's a supplemental account when you're working for, you know, the school district, you know, in a 4-3-B, if you're working in the private sector and they offer a 457 deferred comp, take advantage of those opportunities to save. So my wife and I, we can go on and on and on for a long time. We we just have a ton of resources, a ton of knowledge when it comes to these different types of accounts. Um, we could have a 10 hour long podcast on 401ks and what to do with it and where it should go. But at the end of the day, here's the best thing we'd like to do for you is we'd love to put some information in your hands. And can you contact us? Yeah. So they, you could always email us. If you have a specific question, you can always email us at contact us at arrivefinancialservices.com. You can DM us on our social media platforms, you know, our Instagram accounts. Ariel is not the average financial. Not your, your. average financial guy. Sorry, and mine is adelagonzalez.6. You can also reach us through our Facebook page, Arrive Financial Services. Services. Yep. And um, our website, 
you could always take a look at our website. We got a, a little library of little videos that you can, Good point. you know, research and, and do a little bit of, of searching for yourself that are great little, you know, minute, two minute videos that just kind of education on how, you know, different things work, social security maximization on fourth. And isn't there also something they can fill out? Yeah. And the, and another thing is so important that I'm glad you mentioned it, Ariel, is the color of money risk analysis. A lot of times people aren't aware what their risk tolerance are. You know, we're all different. One shoe doesn't fit all. So it's really important to make sure you know what your risk tolerance score is so that moving forward, you can adjust it accordingly to your goals in retirement. So it's it's complimentary. I highly recommend that you take advantage of it. You can go. It's our proprietary own um, software. software that we have. But it's a www.arrivecomra.com and take it. It's 11 questions and it's going to spit out a score for you. And and because of that, you're going to get a complimentary generational vault, which means now you have a virtual safe deposit box at your fingertips on your phone. You can log in, create your own username and password. And now you can protect all your private documents, all your accounts that you have. You can upload your statements. You can upload your life insurance any passport, pictures, driver's license, social security cards, anything that you would put in that fire retardant or safe deposit box that you have stored away special, you have that now at your fingertips on the virtu- on a virtual advisor. Oh, and, sorry. And for those of you non-techies out there like me, uh, I, I my first question was, how safe is that? And they, this, is what the, this is what the techie guy told me. As encrypted and as safe as your HIPAA information is with your doctor is how safe and encrypted your information is with us. Yeah, it's like 22,000 codes daily. Some it's crazy insane. number. Yeah. So obviously, you guys, we have a ton of ton, ton of ton of offer, ton of wealth. This is episode number two. Uh, uh, the fourth B doctor and I are excited. Uh, we are actually featured on another podcast. What was the name of that other podcast? Um, biz- Small Business Celebrations podcast Small, with Michael Roberts. Small Business Celebrations bought broad. Podcast. Podcast with Michael Roberts. So check that out. Adele and I shared a lot of our story, where we came from, the adversities we had to go through. Right. It was really, really, really good podcast. So I suggest you guys at least look it up and and, and t- give it a listen. So um, again, this is Ariel Gonzalez, not your average financial guy, with my wife, the 403B doctor, Adela. Still trying to get that down. And uh, I want to uh, uh, just say thank you to everybody jumping on and, and share and subscribe. If you guys find this information valuable, share it with people that you know that may need uh, may find this information useful and, and subscribe. Uh, those numbers obviously help us out and it allows us to also spread our spread the word more. And at the end of the day, we just want to help people out, right? Absolutely. We want to educate people because no one helped our parents. So... You know, we don't want to be left behind and we don't want anybody else to be left behind. So with that being said, stay tuned. This uh, we were we will actually be uh, doing a completely different podcast next week. But we are excited for the information that's coming. It's going to be another great one. So with that being said, you guys have a phenomenal day. Be great. And uh, let's talk next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Power Couple Financial Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Ariel or Adela Gonzalez at Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Call 661-636-6862 or visit them online at arrivefinancialservices.com.
All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services offered through Arrive Financial and Insurance Services. Ariel Gonzalez, Adela Gonzalez, and Arrive Financial and Insurance Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.